Hey, Father. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. So, what story are we getting into this week? Oh, yes. I love it when we change it up. Okay. Call back later. You guys, this week, we're not doing a story. We are doing another Bible Babe Q&A. Welcome to another episode of Bible Stories with me, Brianda. Brianda. And joining me, another week, another day, another dollar. Clara, the Spanish croquette, everybody. How are you? Why oh. do you feel like we need a jingle for the Bible Babe Q&A? Bible Babe Q&A? Yeah. That's it. If we had a soundboard, like that's that's what we'd play. How's everyone doing? Hi, hi. We're back in New York City. Yeah. At WTF Media Studios in New York City, the best podcast studio in the nation. I was going to say right. the tri-state area, but we're in, now in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Our LA trip was so fun. Very cute. Very cute. I, I missed you. I hadn't seen you in a very long time. Anyways, how have you been feeling about uh, the lives we've been doing? Like this photo and this photo. Don't make me put the photo. <laughs> Come on, Iris. I want you to put that photo. <laughs> that photo. Yep. No, Cla- that photo, Clara. How you been it's been fun, but today we did a live. It was a little. I think it was our weakest live. But it was a week live. It was weak, it's but um. But I also think it was because uh, a it was five o'clock on a Saturday. People yeah. got people doing things. You know what I'm saying? And B, and we just spurred in the moment. Mm. We didn't give any warning. Mm-hmm. And also, I wasn't bleaching my eyebrows. Like, bleaching eyebrows is exciting. I know. Eating is not that exciting. Eating isn't that exciting. We and we ate in camera before, so it's like, okay, again. No, I definitely think it's the... Because, uh, yeah, whatever. How would you feel about the Dominican snacks? We were eating Dominican snacks Can I tell online. the truth? Yeah. I had to run to the bathroom right now. <laughs> she did. And you were there for a minute. Girl... Let me tell you. You, you, it took you a long time yeah. to drop the kids off at yeah. school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it takes me like no time. I am in and out. I don't think my stomach is made for Dominican food. That's just, ooh. What was, well, well, I don't know. It's a lot of sugar, mm. a lot of milk, and I'm lactose intolerant. And I'm also fructose intolerant, which is the sugar in the soda, in the um, fruit. So, like, lactose is the sugar in the milk. So, I'm yeah. thinking maybe my body doesn't tolerate sugar that well. That's why I'm not so much into sweet things. And I literally stuffed myself with sugar and milk, period. And a little mm. bit of coconut, like, sprinkled on there. True, true. Well, I mean, I thought it was fun. Clara, it was really fun, yeah. Clara brought some Spanish uh, chips, and that was cute. It really all just tasted like sour cream and onion <laughs> chips, I'll be honest. <laughs> Spanish people, get it together. They didn't. Get it together. But also, Clara said she's going to try again. Yeah, because like like I said, well, I explained it on the live, but when I was in Spain, I got COVID. For half of my holidays, I got COVID. So I didn't have the time to do what I wanted to do initially, which was going to the stores. And, you know, so I had to grab whatever was available in the in the airport. And that's obviously not the best selection. So. It's okay. And also type of food. There's like food that I cannot bring on an eight-hour flight. Cheese, like fresh things, I can't bring on an eight-hour flight. Liquids, like stuff like that. It really does make me think. I remember, I distinctly remember, I don't know, my Caribbean babes relate to this, but when I was little and we used to go to DR, which again, it's a three to four-hour flight back to Boston or New York, whatever. Mm-hmm. We would be, we would, my mom would bring like suitcases of cheese. That's insane. Suitcases. And none of you ever got sick from eating that cheese? No. Well, y'all have strong stomachs, let me tell you, because your food is strong. I hate to be the Debbie Downer. I don't know what ca- camera, what ca- Clara, what camera am I looking at? Here. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but I feel like we owe the babes an explanation mm. as to our sporadic episodes. The truth is, shit happens. <laughs> oh, the truth is, shit has been happening, and it's the worst apology in the whole history. Of- it's, this isn't an apology yet. I haven't gone to the end of the apology. Okay. This is just the beginning. Okay. The first part is, ish happens, man. And also, I just think that I've at least I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for Clara, but 
I've reached a point in my like day-to-day life where if I'm not organized, the thing, like something's going to get, something is going to get sacrificed. And lately it has been Bible, which should be the last thing that is sacrificed. Like other things should be, what's that thing? Like ask for forgiveness, uh, not permission or whatever that expression goes. I don't even know if I use that correctly, but anyways, and that's the, the truth of it. And I, would love to get back to a routine where we're posting every Wednesday, the same time, same place. Cause the, the podcast is taking a ding. It feels like we're in, what do you, how do you call it? Like, it feels like we're in the ER, you know what I mean? And that's not how you build a, a, a brand, especially not in the beginning. You know what I mean? Being up and down, up and down. It's not good. Yep. And I acknowledge it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. The best thing I can offer is organization on my end. I have to try and get more organized like, yeah, and be better, better, make better use of my time and make sure that this isn't the thing that I sacrifice because it's actually the thing I love the most. <coughs> That's Clara's apology. Oh my God. I was planning on, I was waiting for you to finish talking. I'll, so I'll cut it out. Cut it, I'll cut it. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. Um, but yeah, it's very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing and we're so sorry. I've already talked to a few of you guys individually to apologize individually. Um, but yeah, no, it's not okay. And I can only like promise to try to get better and it may not even be perfect then. I don't even know who I'm, where I'm looking. I'm looking at these lenses, but I'm really looking at the babes, whoever's watching this. Like it sucks. Life happens. I'm trying to balance a full-time job that's only getting busier and yeah. Um, I can't wait till I don't need to work a full-time job. <laughs> it's not all on you because you're making it sound like it's all on you. It is. I think I've it also is. been like really busy, so it's been hard to deliver. I know, but time. I'll take the burden of that. Like, I don't want you to, I'll take the burden on that. Don't, yeah, it's, it's not clear. It's a two people team. <sighs> like. It's, I would rather just take the blame. <laughs> well, it doesn't work like that, honey. I know. And, and you've been like. You've been super busy and you just did a cross country move. Yeah. So that's another thing. That's what I'm saying. Like ish happens, life happens. And, and yeah, the only, I don't know. Sorry. I just cut off your apology. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. A narcissist. Go. <laughs> no, that's it. That's what I was saying. Like, it's not all on you. I also been like mad busy. So it's hard to. I do. I do see a future and maybe this is the optimist in me, the hopeful I do see a future where we're back on track. Like, remember when I used to come in with like extravagant outfits and like be so enthusiastic about, like I see But I also feel like what? at that time, none of us were working. Mm-hmm. We both had the whole day, literally, to dedicate to this podcast. That's why the clips were fire. The episodes were like super on animated. On time. On time, but also super animated. Like everything was pre, pre like pre-prepared. The outfits. The, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Now we don't have this time. Like that you have luxury. a full-time job. I have two full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm moving. Like, yeah, it's not, you know, a day has 24 hours. I know. And there's some people who have expressed like, oh my gosh, do you need help? Like, thank you guys so much for even the people that have been asking, like, do you guys need help? Like, I'll help, whatever you need. And honestly, I may take you up on that offer. Um, But thank you for your, like, patience. We're going to try and rev this thing back up. I'm also seeing other podcasts, like, elevate and elevate and elevate. And that makes me feel like, ugh, like, you know, the I can't say that. You don't no, want me no, to say sorry. that. I was like, it's oh. getting long. Let's just. Oh, okay, it never mind. Anyways, we're sorry. Thank you. We'll do better. <laughs> Clara's saying, "Wrap it up." We're gonna wrap it up, okay? <laughs> sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Okay, <laughs> let's get into some questions. Ooh, it is hot. I have questions, and then I also have some like really. I, I I saw some of these on Twitter. Some of them on Reddit. Just like advice that I want to. Uh, take a stab at because I was like, oh, I have, I have ideas. I have thoughts on this. Um, but first are some questions that we didn't get to from last, uh, Q and a, and also just some stuff, some random like comments and questions from TikTok. This one is one that I thought would be 
I don't know. I feel like you would have something to say about this one, Clara. Me? Yes. I bet us. What is it? Yes. Okay. So this is an advice of relationship question. Yes. Relationship advice. Uh, and I'm not going to say names. No. Uh, the subject line is, why does it have to be my job? And she writes, <clears throat> I'm tired of my fiance making me set alarms for him to wake up in time for work. And every time I set an alarm and go upstairs to wake him up, he gets pissed at me. So then he will make me set another alarm so he can, quote unquote, have 10 more minutes. Mind you, I'm also busy with our three-year-old with our three-year-old and soon-to-be newborn coming anytime now, cooking and cleaning. It's extremely stressful for me to have the job of waking him up as well as everything else. Um, let me, because this is a lot. I finally put my foot down today and said it's not my responsibility. And he said, okay, I guess I'll just keep being late for work and lose my job then. <gasps> no way. That was his response? Like it would be my fault. No, it would be his, right? I'm so tired. What? What do I do? Clara? What? That was his response? Yeah. Well, first of all, let me tell you, you don't have one three-year-old and another one in the way. You have two babies and another one in the way. Because you are mothering these men. You're being these men's mother and that's not okay. Like, I understand the whole, you know, want to do something for your partner or like, we all have our ways of treat, like giving it a treat or like, you know, like something that can be like babysitting a little bit, but it's your way of being cute. But if that's causing you stress and if that's causing you like literally like physically exhaustion and you have a whole lot of things to do. That cannot be his response. Come on. Yeah. So you're watching out for him. And now, like, this is, has one name. This is manipulation. So that's what it is. Like, he, like, going to blame it on you like that? Okay, so I guess I'm going to lose my job? How about yeah. you wake up? How about you put your own alarm? And you don't, like. I also think that it's not even about the alarm. Like, if this is the straw that broke the camera's back, this has been going on for a long time and it's other things. Yeah. Like, you got, there's other things going on and, and that you're need doing, to be adjusted. Yeah, you're doing way other, like, more other things other than just setting up your alarm. Yeah. Because someone that reacts like this and talks like... Oh, I actually have a question for that listener, though. What? Is this really who you want to be with? Girl, she got kids with this man. I don't care. I don't care. Is this... Like, stop for a second. Stop thinking about your story with him. Stop. Vision yourself in the future. Is, is this really what you want? Someone that is not even able to put their own alarm to go for work without blaming you for it? I mean, that's... that's is this really the type of person you want to be with? Married? For the rest of your life? I mean, maybe not, but, but if he can, like, if we can make the changes, then, like, that... I would... My advice, go to therapy. Go, go to, to couples therapy. Couples therapy, and also do a trial run of how... of him waking himself up and see... What happens? Well, he, he has days. clearly expressed that he doesn't want to do it. And he's like blaming her on it, which to me is ridiculous. But like go to couples therapy because it's not lost. Like some, I feel like, okay, I'm going to get deep in it now. But I feel like us women in society, like in general, we raise, it's like we have part of a fault when it comes to that because we raise men to be treated like this. Like little kings. And I don't have children, so it's not like I'm raising anyone. But like in general, like this comes from somewhere. And mothers baby their boys like that. And they don't make them, you know, like do things for themselves. So they expect for life to have. It's like a rich kid that's never done anything for himself. Wait, I have to wash my own dishes now. What? Wait. Clara, on that note, there was another one that I ran past. That was, uh, am I in the wrong for being upset that my husband wants to change our vacation plans around his mother's birthday? And I literally was like, uh, 
Sure. Well, I don't know. It depends, though. I don't know. It depends on the relationship they have with the mother, how old is the mother, how healthy is the mother. Because if your mom is True. dying, yeah, I'm going to cancel every holidays until the last day of my mom's yeah, life. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't like, read too much too, deep, too deeply into it. But shouldn't the wife be more important than the mom? To the woman that gave you birth? Yeah, that's what like I mean. a wife. You can divorce anytime. Your mom literally sacrificed her life for you. Yeah, but isn't that the point of like getting married and stuff? Like you're now the new chapter is a new new chapter where your new family is the priority. I think the elder, like you cannot over. Am I bugging rule the elders, man? Like, am I? But I'm. I'm not saying to completely like ignore your mom or like neglect your parent or that's obviously not what I mean. But like. In terms of like, I don't want to put a hierarchy, but there's a hierarchy here. And shouldn't your spouse be the per the next person that is your yes? In, in certain prioritizing things, in certain things, yes. But like, a, I don't know. Same when you have children. Like spouse, my pro my, my question is, why did they initially plan a holiday? Like your mom's birthday is a date that you know. Yeah. It's not something that she just got promoted yesterday and you want to celebrate. Like, why no, are you planning it your birthday? It was a birthday party, I think. It was like an event for the for the mom. Oh. So it may not have been on the day, but it was going to be for that birthday. <sighs> well, it's just like, it depends, you know, because what also, how old is the mom turning? Like, if it's a big number, if it's a 70, and they're throwing out like the 70-year-old party, like, that's a big one, you know? It's almost like a, a 16, you know, like the, the 16 part, like, yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I'm actually I need more information on that one. I can't. I, I, I can't. I didn't read the whole thing, but I was like, oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Well, for that uh, person, um, uh, with the alarm, like couples therapy, yes, and also I think it, like couples therapy may be able to save it. Like if he learns, it's definitely sal salvageable. If this is it, like or not, like it, like only therapy will tell you. Because you have or to God. dig more on where this is coming from, and if, if pray on it, <laughs> pray on it, pray on it, pray on it, pray on it in therapy and with a therapist. Oh, this I really is... wish we had a dude here to have the men's. You know, it would be really great to have. Sometimes I feel like we're hating, and we we just sound like we're hating on men. But like, if you, something like that. Why does it sound like we're hating on men? What do you mean? Nothing we've said is hating on men. Literally, nothing we have said is hating on men. What are you that they're raised about? like babies and they can't do shit for themselves. I didn't. I definitely didn't say that. I, I did. Close that. Yeah, I didn't express <laughs> those feelings. But it's also not a lie. Like some that's what I'm saying. Hear that. That's what I'm saying. But like, I wish we could have the men' point of view. See if they not acknowledge it, but like, see if they see it like us. Or maybe there's something that we're missing here because we have this filter of. Because I feel like every woman has. Okay, let me be a man. No, you're not a man. Let me, let me you don't have a man experience. Okay, I don't. It's like I me don't. saying, okay, let me let me play the let me play black. Let, let me no. bring out whoa, the, the black inside. Whoa, whoa, cut that! No, it. it's the same thing. No. I don't. I can't give you insight on. No, I was gonna try and like emp like see the other like maybe they do want to be serviced by a woman. But you can't because you're not a man. That's what I'm saying. You. I know. I'm just trying to play like devil's advocate here, and they are. The yeah, devils. but you can't. Like they you're are the devils. You, okay. Next one. Next question. <sighs> Next relationship advice. Entry. And this one comes from Reddit. Oh, I love Reddit now. It's such a great app. Okay. Ooh, this one is long. So I'm going to be skipping around. I, a 24-year-old female, cannot deal with my overly sensitive friend. 22-year-old female. Oh, I remember those ages. That I starts bad already. Okay. Yep. There okay. I wanted to post and ask for some advice about what to do with a newer friend I made this past year. I recently started being good friends with a girl I met through working at a blank last year. Let's call her V. We have plenty of active interests we like to do in common, and she's always very down to do them whenever I suggest, more than other friends. I even became friends with her sister, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, about two months ago, I was invited along with V to go to her sister's birthday weekend getaway. For the most part, it was a great time, 
But my friend did have a breakdown in the middle of the trip because she thought I was getting along better with her sister. She was jealous. Why are we like, why are some women like that? I also figure she has a deep rooted jealousy of her sister. I apologized and told her there was no way any of us were intentionally excluding her from conversation. And second part is for her and her therapist to figure out. Wow. She she said that? Yeah. She was fine after the conversation, but I was kind of unsettled. Okay. Then just two days ago, some of my very good friends from college and I had planned to go to a concert. My friend V and her sister bought tickets and asked to tag along. Mm Mm-hmm. I love when all my friends meet and mingle, so I, of course, let them join in on the group. We all had a great time, or so I thought. Oh, boy. The night after, I get a text from V asking to meet up in person to talk because she was uncomfortable about something. Ugh, I have, oof, that girl, I know exactly what she's talking about. Like, is it really? Well, you, you've, you've been V before? No, oh, I have had other, it yeah, me too. Girl, yeah. Like, is it really that serious? You can't text or give me a call? V and I didn't really talk one-on-one or hang out the night of the concert. So what else could it be about? That precisely. Okay. (laughs) I'm dreading having the conversation and I'm kind of getting annoyed because what else could it be than her feeling jealousy or wanting more from me? Cut to where what she said. Wait, but I do have something to say about um, overly sensitive friends. She didn't ask for advice, but... I've had overly sensitive friends before and it never worked when you're, uh, for example, she doesn't even know what the conversation is. We don't know the end of that advice and letter. But when dealing with overly sensitive friends, you must not give in to whatever they're like, uh, they're those desire those needs. Like the more you enable them, the more they'll keep being like territorial of you, possessive over you. No, dead that. You're not my man. You're not my child. Hey, 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 hey. What? What do you mean you're not my man? Like you're not, and I'm not in a relationship with you. Like why would yeah, I even work? If if you were my man, this behavior would still not be okay. It wouldn't. But it would. Can I be honest uh, with you? Being in a relationship, it's a lot. I would be more serviceable to in a relationship. I'll be honest with you. I would feel like it, not, no, 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 no. What? No. Like what? being oversensitive about you hanging out with a friend yeah. and being jealous of you being no. I don't think your girlfriend. I don't think any of it's okay. But I especially don't think it's okay if I'm not even in a relationship with you. I don't think being in a relationship enables it in any way. Uh, it uh, should you mean it doesn't not, justify it. Be, yeah, it should not be okay. Regardless, period. Uh, sure, but you and I have both made decisions for a relationship in favor of the relationship where we probably wouldn't have, wouldn't be our first choice. We've yes. done that. We would do that in a relationship. We would not do that with a friend. Yeah, but certain things, it's out, it's out the boundaries. Like, Clara, relation- being territorial and possessive like this, I, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is we would do things in a relationship with a romantic spouse that we would not do in any other relationship. Yeah, that I agree. That is just facts. Uh, And I would especially not put up with anyone who does not fall under those categories of whatever, like child related. I would never, I would never even uh, think to entertain those things. I would dead it real quick. I have lost so many, well, not so many friends. I've lost like three friends total from that age bubble. There's something between 20 and 24. Yeah. When you are when you leave the home, you're starting to navigate your life and picking your tribe, mm. you know, where sometimes you feel like, oh, you have ownership over your friends. And that's simply not healthy. And why, like, why people like this? I will never understand. Some friends are like that. Why do you get jealous of two people getting along? Like, if I ever had this type of feelings, my brain goes to, okay, what's wrong with you that you're feeling this way? Mm. Because how is two people getting along affecting you in any way? Uh, they think that they're going to be replaced or jealous. Well, that's something you've got to work on. But clearly, that's something security is there to work on because. Yeah. And if you don't, It'll it'll happen. It'll constantly happen. It'll be cyclical. Oh my gosh! I've had friends where like if I said if I denied a plan or like whatever, they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Where like you know oh, what I'm saying? I, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've cut friends off for this as well. I had a friend back in Spain. It was a group of friends of like it was like a whole group, and two or three of us would live closer together, and the other one would live mad far away. So sometimes plans just happen like out of nowhere. You just like bump into each other. Oh, let's 
well, I'm free, I'm free, let's do whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then we would probably post it on social media and she would get mad, but only with me. Like, and yeah. I met you through them. So you were friends with them before you were friends with me anyway. So why are you mad at me? I, I remember like, we all used to joke. I actually used to, used to call her boo because I'm like, you're acting like you're my man. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what is this coming from? I know. I think that that's also why I think Clara, you and I kind of get along. I feel like we both met at a time in our life where we were kind of graduated over, from that school. Yeah, like over, we don't yeah. ever do that. And like, yeah, I don't know. Also, you're so young. You're going to make new friends. Like don't. And who wants friends like this? Like honestly, like yeah. guys, I urge everyone, look inside of you. What type of person are you? What are you bringing out to this world? <gasps> Wait, really? hi, hi Tangi. What do you think your red flags are? Wow, that's a really good one. What? I don't know. Oh. Does everyone think that? We all have no, red flags. I know. But like, does everyone think that they don't have their own? Because I know I do have, for sure. I just can't think of it, right? What now. are your red flags? Do you know? I don't know. I have one red flag, I'm, and I'm sure that it's like every man's nightmare. Oh, I. I think that one of them is... Like I'm an oversharer and I share very soon. That and I'm sure, like by nature, naturally. Why? How, why, how is this a red flag? Uh, I think someone that like gets reveals no, 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 that reveals too much about like their life and like their traumas and their family's traumas. That's like a lot for people. Okay. That that's like I think I feel like the normal person doesn't need to know that too quickly. That's something that unravels with time. I don't know if it's necessarily a red flag, but it's definitely a flaw. I don't see. Oh, yeah. You if anything, it. I would like it because it's like transparency. And I feel like it's attractive that you know your like downs and you own them and you work on them. Like to me, there's nothing more attractive than someone that works in their own shit. Like, psh. yeah, but too prematurely, it scares some Babe, people off. This is who I am. Well, they're I'd, not with me. So, I'd rather yeah. these than you hiding it and then two years in the relationship, I'm bipolar. <laughs> like, wait, no, wh what? <gasps> At least you know from the beginning. No, I would. Actually, what would I tell someone? Speaking of bipolar, what would I tell? I would tell someone just like I would tell anything, like with time. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't go date one. I know. I, have I am bipolar. celibate and bipolar. <laughs> yeah, like I'm celibate-ish and have bipolar. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I got my red flag. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, no, And it's funny because your red flag is you're an overshare and I think my red flag is that I don't share at all. Ooh. I think my red flag is I don't like whatever I feel like I just lock myself in. And it took me 12 you. months to get to some really rich. Well, no, you revealed a lot with me a couple months later, but like, I feel like 12 months later, I'm still discovering new, new, new yeah. things about you. Yeah. And especially like we're friends. So it's different, I guess, because you're not as deep in a, a like a romantic relationship is like mm -hmm. especially with your partner with my partner I live together with him yeah. so so and I spend more time with him as well so there's more that he can do that can upset me than what you can do mm -hmm. that upsets me right so, but especially when it comes to feel like negative feelings if I'm feeling something negative I'll shut down and it's like the other parts like yo if you don't tell me something's going on, I don't know that something's going on. But to me, it's like, I can't. I think that that's a very big... A red flag? Yeah, a big one. Well, yeah, it's also because you're also, you're also not going to say anything, but, and this is from just like chats and like mm -hmm. episodes, I'm sure they know it, but you're also not going to not express it somehow. It's going to come out. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be cranky and, and a bitch for a whole <laughs> yeah. week. And you're going to be asking me like, is everything okay, man? Yeah. Is that a red flag? I guess, yeah. I don't I, know if that's yeah, a red that's flag. that's a big red flag. Someone who, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah, no. I, I, it's the opposite for me. I'm like, Yeah, oh, we are the opposite. I'll write a poem about how I feel for you. Like, <laughs> what do you need? What do you want? Okay, that's, okay. Uh, oh, Clara, I don't think I freaking screenshot it. It's going to be forever. But you, you know remember? who you are. What, what? Do you remember what she said? Yeah. I guess I um, she had DM'd me on Instagram and she uh, had just recently had 
sex with a man that was not her boyfriend or her future husband. She had been practicing celibacy for seven years. And she said, is it too late for her to start again? Like she was like, Brie, I don't even know if I should like, uh, uh, you know, continue on celibacy. What And like she was just asking me like what she should do. And first of all, it's never too late to like repractice it. Like you fell, hop back on the horse and, uh, you know, hope if celibacy is what you want to do, don't do it again. Develop boundaries with someone. Like I recently had a little hiccup and I remember during my like reframing, I was, I was so deep in it, you guys, in like lust where I started thinking to myself, do I even want to be celibate anymore? Like it's been a long time, blah, blah, blah. No, that guy ended up ghosting me. Okay. Thank God I didn't have sex with this man. But I, before that ghosting happened, I was already thinking about boundaries with him. Like not like only outside dates only. And then what else? Um, I also were, think like there were other guardrails too, but oh. it was, uh, anyways, to that girl, go, get back on that horse and have guardrails and boundaries with the person you're dating. Mine were no outside dates or laying down horizontally making out um, where you can see, you can feel their on your leg. Like oh, you don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What? I was going to say, I also feel like this is kind of like when you start a diet and then you flake and you eat something that you're not supposed to, that does like, it, it, it screws up the, the work that you did. Okay. That was not pun intended. Brianda. I, I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. Go. I was actually. Oh. Anyway, you're always on time to start the diet again. It's always better to start on day four again than, oh, since I ate cake yesterday, might as well just eat cake for the rest of my life. You know, if diet, if this diet is what you want to do, start over. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing for me that I realized with dating now and celibacy, because I've been dating more consistently and like talking with guys and stuff, is the second a guy starts to get sexual with you, like even off text, even off dead that be like oh i'm actually not into that don't do that just dead it real quick half of them will run or whatever and you don't want to be with them the other half will adjust the way they speak to you mm -hmm. half the time they think that that's what you want or that's what you like mm -hmm. you know what i mean i i don't know where that comes from maybe it's movies maybe it's tv previous relationships that they were okay probably, with that was probably what they like so they think that you're gonna like it as well yeah and i i Actually, I, even when I wasn't celibate, I I never. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like some girls like it. it was, <laughs> Clara said, "Some girls was me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those boundaries and guardrails, and get back on that horse. <clears throat> like, whew, Thank God I didn't I didn't break my celibacy for that man. But listen, it would have happened if if what had happened, I would have just had to restart, refresh, right, recalibrate, recalibrate, and start the noble. Mm -hmm. Well. Wow, it's been oh, September 2018 was the last time. No, Oct uh, August, August 2018. Three years. Four, Clara. 2018. 19, 20, 21, 22, four years. A whole high school. You know what? My sister said something the other day, and I, I want to share it with you. What? I didn't know that, but it makes so much sense. I was in Spain and she came to visit from London and she, we were talking about, you know, switching to English and Spanish and da, 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 da. And she said, there is a study that proves that when you're thinking in math, like when you're doing math in a language that it's not yours, it makes you like n not be as agile as if I'm thinking. So if I'm thinking math in Spanish, I would be way better than every time that I try here, I'm, I'm thinking in English. Because I'm telling you, and it makes a lot of sense because math is like a language in your brain. It taps into the logic side of your brain. So it's like two layers that now have to merge into Where, one. Do I have a camera? Do I, can I have a camera, please? Can I? Who here's buying that? <laughs> I'm telling you, it makes a lot of sense. That? Yo, did it you buy it? It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> What's my excuse? <laughs> you don't have no excuse. That's mine. No, my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny, girl. Because we've had several embarrassing moments. Oh, no, I'm not embarrassed by it. It is what it is, honey. 
I got gray hair. Look, you can focus on whatever you want to focus on. That is so funny. Listen, in another life, I was great at math. Almost the same thing recently. Best of luck to you, sister. Please keep me posted. (laughs) Sorry. Best of luck, sister, and please keep me posted. Stay off. I hope at least it was worth it. Keep me posted, sister, and give me an update. Thank you very much. Moving right along. I don't know if uh, you'll be able to relate, but I am having such a hard time saying no. I have a history of sexual assault. Oof. Trigger warning. Essay. I have a history of essay in childhood and as an adult. And since then, I've often found myself in situations where it's almost impossible for me to say no. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, I've been so conditioned by my past essay to feel huge amounts of fear and anxiety over disappointing anyone. And I also, and also to feel like there are certain situations where I owe my body. These feelings are hard to ignore. Can you relate? How do you find the strength to say no and assert yourself? I am in a situation now where I want to say no, but the thought of actually doing it gives me so much anxiety. I feel sick to my stomach. Oof. Man, I, I don't think we're prepared to answer something like this. I know. That's tough. I mean, you I'm definitely like, a professional. Yeah, you need a professional advice for that. Yeah, saying no can be tough. Saying no in general. Saying no can be tough, but it also like try it. On something smaller, maybe that doesn't give you so much anxiety, try it. Because sometimes the, the scenario we create in our head, because it's happened to me, not, not like not to this extreme, but sometimes you create a scenario like, wow, like you can't, you can't, and then you try it, it's like, oh, nothing happened, you know? So, but you have to try it. So maybe try with something that doesn't make you as anxious, but slowly. Like, yeah, but I would still get like professional advice though, because that sounds like she has some trauma rooted in her, and that's something that only a therapist can help you yeah. like unchain. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call. Saying no, like to other things, like practicing baby steps yeah. to say no. Yeah, I used to stink. I still suck at saying no. I still do. I'll take on projects. This whole week at work, I was staying in till 10 p.m. in the office every day because I can't say no. Like, okay. And also another thing she mentions Not to compare this to essay, you know. Oh, no, yeah. But another thing she mentions is part of the reason that, you know, that it's causing her to act like this is that she has fear of not being liked or accepted by other people. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be liked by everybody. And that's okay. Over disappointing. Over disappointing people. And we have to understand that like certain people get disappointed regardless. And it's not it's not on you for them to be disappointed or not. Like if if your man gets disappointed at you because you don't want to set up your alarm for him to not be late at work, that's a problem that he has. That's not a problem that you have. That's something that he has to work on because this is not something for you to be disappointed yeah. at. And I get it that you don't want to, like you may have fear of disappointing others, but then you have to think in your head, like who are you disappointing? Uh, someone that's going to get disappointed with whatever? Maybe that type of person, I don't care to disappoint. Yeah, and y- yeah, it's yeah. what you were saying is it's not your responsibility how people take yeah. w- about, how people take you. It's not your, you can only be, honest and if something makes you uncomfortable if you're in a position to make your own self feel uncomfortable or when you feel like you're maybe betraying yourself that's red flag number one that's like that's yeah that that's your body's alarm system being like abort mission abort mission you know like this is not okay how the the other person responds to that is not your responsibility and that's a tough it's a tough one and it takes practice and think about it this way an abuser is always going to get offended if his victim doesn't let him abuse them. And by abuse, is like any type of abuse. So does it really matter that he gets disappointed or upset 
Of course he's going to get upset because he's not getting away with his ways. But what he was trying to do is not okay. A bank robber is going to be upset if he tries to enter a bank and the police catch them. Does it matter that he got upset? Because he was trying to rob a bank anyway. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, you, you shouldn't be putting yourself in a... Not awkward, not even awkward, like um, uncomfortable situation with yours, making yourself uncomfortable to please yeah. or, you know, get approval from just everyone. Because just everyone is not worth of your approval anyways. I know that's right. You know? Yeah, mamas. And, and, and then first and foremost, professional help. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Regardless of this, because if you have trauma, like you have to... You have to get rid of that trauma to move on. Oh my gosh, my therapist flaked on me today. Oh, speaking of speaking trauma, of, she flaked on me. Ugh, I can't what believe she's that? can't believe she's leaving me. Hi, you want to read it? Yes, please. There's one here in your DMs, one on Bible stories DMs. Say hi. I wanted to let you know I really enjoyed this last episode. Okay, I married into an evangelical family. Pentecostal holiness. I don't know what that means. But, and even though I have learned a lot, capital, a lot, and grown a lot, there's still some things that I haven't been able to square that I don't agree with or that I flat out or dislike. Oh, flat out dislike. A lot of that is political, but sometimes I do catch myself asking God, is it me that needs to be checked here or are they wrong? The worst part about, ooh, the worst part about Christianity is other people. Anyway, I got a lot. I got a got. Oh, I can't speak. I got a lot of good points from your conversation, and I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think the worst part about Christianity are the people. Like we're sinners. We're like we're in, imperfect people. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I catch myself asking, "Is it me that needs to be checked here, or are they wrong?" I guess because like it's a different version of christianity that than hers like they're maybe more strict i don't know what like uh what's the question i mean pentecostal is not the the most strict but they certainly have maybe more you know their own yeah but it so i the first things first you're going to god with your questions and your concerns and that's that's what we're supposed to be doing but i also would want her to find community within a church, it may not be that one, where she feels safe enough to bring those questions to them, like to the whole and, family. Or well, just well, well, no, 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 no. If it, if she needs to go somewhere where her fam, where her boyfriend's family is, it was her boyfriend's family, right? Husband, her husband's family. Yeah. If it, she needs to go somewhere where the husband's family is not involved, I would like probably suggest that it's kind of tough when you your husband brought you to a church, right? You know what I mean? Because then you feel beholden to, you know, their their likability, their church status or whatever, you know. And, you know, churches can be catty, but I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I think that we all should be checked, and I think God should check everyone, you and the, your husband's family. If there are things that make you feel uncomfortable or, you know, um, make you question their congregation, you may be right. You may be wrong too. Like, mm-hmm. does it? Like, that's for you to explore, and it's better to explore with other people. If you if you explore those questions alone, you'll ruminate on it, and then it'll, it'll start morphing. It'll start snowballing into something that may be bigger than what it actually is. Mm. Whereas if you have someone to confide in, and like let them know, hey, you you saw that part of the service. Are you feeling the same way? Like how or how do you you know what I'm saying? I would definitely try and seek community. What, either apart or in that church home. Um, but that's a toughie. That's a toughie. I've been there. There's some tough ones. I'm reading through your messages. Like, I am a 28-year-old blank and have been working in insurance since I graduated college in 2014. I have somehow managed... I have somehow made it to management level, though I'm not sure I'm cut out for it after nearly a year in the role. I've broken down 
into tears twice in the past week about my job and lack of fulfillment. So I'm wondering if anyone else has gone through a similar period of dissatisfaction with their job or path. I'm worried that I am just broken and will hate every job I get as oh, the no. as the longest I've stayed in a role is two years. How do I find my purpose or truly find my calling for work? I feel stuck and depressed. Uh, I've been there. Too, uh, too long, didn't read, don't read, dissatisfied with work, how to find purpose and happiness in work. Oh boy, sister. I feel like she's younger. Like you, you. 28. Oh yeah, yeah, she said, yeah. I've, I've been there. It's young. Yeah, it's young. I've been there. I think we've all been there, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, the only way you see, all, we, we're surrounded by, and by you and I, I mean, everybody here is surrounded by uh, the internet where you see people who are, you know, putting their highlight reels on Instagram and TikTok and all their successes and all that other stuff that sometimes if you're in a lull, if you're in a season of life where you're down and you're all you're seeing is this, you're like, oh my gosh, this is only happening to me. I am behind. Mm. You're not alone. It's not only happening to you. Remember, those are highlight reels. What you post is also a highlight reel. You know what I mean? Mm. These entrepreneurs, half the time they succeeded at something, they were doing a side hustle while they were doing the th something that they, while they had a job that they were maintaining mm. just to pay the bills and pay their rent or whatever, they were also working on this other thing. But they didn't do that just on a whim, just by doing that one thing. They ex they felt the same things you were feeling as well. I think like, uh, well, maybe because when I was there, my problem was, and I don't know if that's what she meant with her text, but. Is finding that what? Because you say like a lot of these entrepreneurs, they had another job while they were doing this. Yeah, but like what if I can't find this? Because I was stuck there for a minute. Like I don't like my job, but I'm not exceptionally good at anything. I can sing. I'm not going to, you know, like a, I don't have like a talent that is like so obvious. And I'm not really passionate about anything else. But really, mm. my therapist gives me really good advice on that. And she said, if you never try new things, you'll never know what you like or whatnot. And I started trying new things. I started trying the nails. I started trying uh, doing the podcast with you. I started, you know, like things that I never even thought that I probably would ever be in, interested in. And I tried other things too that didn't work out. Like those two are the ones that, that kind of like maintain the surface because mm. I'm happy doing them. But before that, I tried a lot of other things that I didn't like. But if you never try and like really... Get out of your comfort zone and try. Things that it never crossed your mind that you would do. Things that you feel ridiculous doing. Things that you feel they're not for you. It's okay. Take it as practice to like step out of your comfort zone and start trying new things. Yeah. And doing what makes you f like feel a little bit scared is an indication oh, that yeah. it's something that you should be doing. Yeah. That, that's applicable for me in like when I used to act more, if there was a role that was like, oh, uh, ah, okay. That was almost like, you know, sign. when you're finding metal in the beach with the, your alarm system, like that's a ding, 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 ding. You should be going in that direction. Yep. Like do it makes I've you learned a little bit in the past three scared. months. Yeah. If it scares you, that's a sign. That you should be going in it's, that direction. Life is telling you, okay, go this way. Yeah. And this is a total high tangy. And I hope that what Clara and a little bit of what I had to say like resonates with anyone who may be feeling stuck or in a rut. This is a high tangy, okay? High tangy. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went back home mm -hmm. and my mom forced me to drive. I don't know. Anyone yeah. who doesn't know me knows I don't drive. I have a, I'm afraid of it. I do have my license, but that was that's only so I could go out for car commercials. I managed to get my my license years ago, but um, two weeks ago I drove uh, from uh, Burlington to Beverly in Massachusetts. It was like a, an hour drive. It was the longest I've ever driven. I was driving on a highway, and I was pushed to it. My mom cornered me. She said, "No, you're going to do it. Enough is enough. Do it." Yep. And I was petrified. I cried a little bit in the beginning. I was like, no, 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 please don't mess, don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. And I, something in me was just like, okay, fine. I have it's no other survival. choice. I have to do it. It's survival. Okay. Yeah. And I was miserable for only the first five minutes. Yep. I began to feel these feelings of 
excitement and like wonder. Like, oh, I wonder how far how far I could go like tomorrow or like another. Like maybe today I did an hour, tomorrow I'll do two hours. Like that's thing. Um, you become motivated by these actions when you're doing them. You have to actively be doing them, and then it gets you excited about the possibilities of what could happen tomorrow. That hope for possibility in the future, ooh, that is the gold mine that'll get you out of a rut, or at least on the way to. You know what I feel? This example is great for the girl that said that she was scared of saying no to things, because that again is you stopping yourself from doing something because you're afraid of, of it. And like, like, well, like we said, try it. You'll see it's not as bad as you think it was. And what happened to you? You were petrified uh, for five minutes out of one hour. Yep. And after five minutes, you were like, oh, wait a minute. Where are we, and where, can I where tell are we you going? Something? I got to the destination and I wasn't even thinking about the destination. I was thinking about like, I was playing back the process of like minute one to minute 30 to minute 40 to like getting pissed at my mom for a second there because she wouldn't shut up or something. Like to, to going into the highway for the first time, I ended up like being so, I wouldn't even say proud of myself. It was just like a moment of looking back, reflecting on the last hour and being like, whoa, I want to do that again. Or I want to do it again in a different way. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about the where I got. It was like so cool to just know that I experienced the last hour that I had. So anyways, um, that was a high tangy. And I hope that we all get the opportunity to drive that hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Drive from one drive to that hour. If that's your, if that's what you're afraid of, go ahead and drive, baby. No one's, wa we're all driving. We're all trying to get to that one destination. No one's looking at you. No, we're all trying to figure it out, you know? Anyways. Clara, do you have anything else to add? No, I think it was very fruitful. Today. That was a cute little session. Thank you guys so much for being patient with us. We love you so much. We'll do another Q&A. You know, we're, we've been doing it roughly around every four weeks, four mm -hmm. or five weeks. So if you have any questions, please DM <laughs> us. We'll get to them eventually, okay? Mm -hmm. um, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bible Brianda. Help Clara and I at least drop one of our jobs. Clara has seven jobs, so <laughs> drop one of them. Um, and yeah, that's it. That that's the episode guys. Love you. Love you.